Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Your Manchester, the podcast. This week I was joined by my gorgeous co-host, Miss Carol Ann Whitehead. How are you, Flower? I'm not three bad, thank you. We've got an amazing show for you on our podcast today. Yes, indeed. Who's on the show today? Oh, the fabulous Circle Steel, CEO of the uh, Wei Yin Society, a community organisation. We have Linda Lam, community champion and director of Rainbow 88. And Susanna Lawson, director and co-founder of One File, and her fantastic mother, Dorothy Lawson, retired nurse. All that, plus Chris and Colin from the Levenshume. Guess where that's based? That's in Levenshume. All this on today's podcast of Your Manchester. And here we have Circle Steel, and she's CEO of the Way In Society, uh, award-winning Way In Society that works with community individuals and also as well provides hot meals and workshops for people in the Chinese community and ethnic minority and beyond. It's quite <laughs> fascinating what you do, isn't it? I like it. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we serve our community, Chinese community and other ethnic minority people. And um, yes, it's, it's, it's very important work for us to to serve the community, especially on the COVID nineteen crisis this moment. Yeah, and I want to I want to congratulate you because this is a massive thing. The um, you're a finalist, at the society yeah. and the work that you do. You're a finalist of the National Diversity Awards. Yes, yes. Well, we we are very honored and uh, be nominated and shortlisted finalists out of the 64,000 nominations. And I think, we don't know. 64,000? Yeah, nomination, yeah. Awesome. Yes. And uh, we don't know if we win award or not, but it's already uh, been recognised as a good practice in the the national level. And we continue our hard work. We carry on doing what we can do for the community. Mm. And and um, can you tell, because Belinda doesn't know, but I yeah. love some of the workshops you do. Um, uh, there's the there's the tea one, isn't there? What's that? Tea, uh, tea and confidence, yeah. We're working some of the workshops for the woman, uh, any woman from, being, from the ethnic minority. Uh, we call um, tea and confidence. So we give a different speaker, talk, uh, share their experience, give a woman some confidence and some skill, they can go back to the mainstream society. Yeah, team confidence, yeah, it's brilliant. Team confidence, that's what we all need at the moment. I've got to put myself on. I found you some speakers for that, but uh, I know um, Sue asked me to um, speak. I've still got to put myself on to talk to you ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, we're working for the uh, disadvantaged woman, and then there's sometimes the women come from the uh, English, their second language or they come from the quite uh, domestic violence background and very mm. uh, difficult life being full. So if some different speakers come share their life, share their journey, share their achievement, give them a lot of confidence. You can do that, they can do that. Yeah, so that's, they can build their confidence, go back to the society and then they got the skill, they got the talent. Yeah. And how, how do you go about building their confidence then? Well, um, and bit by bit, first thing is English their second language. We originally developed the English class for them to learn English. But by the by the time they learn English, they make friends, they build their confidence, and then they can graduate, go from stage one, stage two, stage three, and then they get a yeah. certificate. They can find a job. 
So they no longer dependent on their finance or dependent on the benefit. And then they graduate doing their confident independently to talk to the people, find other jobs, make friends and rebuild their life. Yeah. It's amazing. That's fantastic. So can mm. you um, can you share with us what's new? I know we you know we've got yeah. all the physical distance and everything. Yeah, I know. What's new for twenty twenty one for the way in? Ah well, I hope I hope the lockdown will be lifted soon. But I think that mm. the COVID nineteen, the social distance, the challenge still happen in the community actually. Even during the this year and the coming year, we the mental health gone up, mental health case gone up, domestic violence yeah. case gone up. And the poverty, people need food, poverty and benefit. That is high demand for our service. Since day one started from the COVID-19 lockdown, we never stopped. Even today now we are lockdown. Our mm. team prepared a hot meal for the Chinese older people. We still deliver every day. I'm, we are preparing about 300 lucky pets now for the Chinese New Year. You know, mm. Chinese New Year is very important for the older community. And they mm. can't celebrate. A lot living on their own. They're quite lonely mm. and isolated. So we prepared 300 pet, lucky pet, okay. Got the Chinese New Year celebration and then the message. And me and my colleague, we would deliver like a postman outside the door and then at least they know we are care about and then give them love and care and human collection is important. Oh. And then one of the, oh. our elderly people, she's 100 years old, every time we lock the door, we're so, so distant. She's, we see her well and healthy, we say, hi, circle. She called me Chen Ging, the manager Chen, my middle name. Yeah. So I still see her very, very wealthy healthy and then she used to come to our center every day but she can't and then oh. we make sure um the the, the community collection is still there even the social distance because not everybody can be like on the song digital see each yeah. other yeah especially the older generation they don't like to use the digital or or take a long time to teach them some able to do the song tai chi some is not some still uh, when we deliver the hot meal to them they give us the letter about the benefit, the phone bill, the test bill. So it's on a hospital apartment, all in English. So we take the yeah. letter back to phone them for the council benefit, pension credit. Yeah, we sort all this out for them. Yeah. Yeah. And we, all and we all them, those things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. It is important. Yeah, it's important, mm. I think, mm. more than anything. Now, if people wanted to access what you do, how do they go about doing that? Well, they, well, uh, they can. If, if the Chinese community, they know our telephone number, our, we are on NS team, the, the staff will pick up the phone call. But if the, the other referral from the uh, social service, social worker, they can go to our website, uh, www.yin.org.uk. Yeah? And then they can email us. So they got our email address, they send it to the email system. We can pick up the referral from there. Yeah. Mm. It's fantastic. And you've got you've got a Facebook page and Twitter, yeah, haven't you, as well? Yeah, we did. For people yeah. who sort of going on Facebook, because I know they'll yeah. connect with their family by Facebook, so they can find you on Facebook as well with all the details and the phone number. Yeah, yeah, Facebook and, and our website and the Twitter, they can contact, they can find our contact detail. It's very interesting. I, today I got email from the lady from Glasgow. She says looking for our worker, writing a book about that time related to their granny in the hospital. We wrote a lot mm. of research book. So it's very, very good for her to email us to say she wants to speak to one of the workers. He already left. So we forward the email to that worker say she's looking for, for you for the book. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. We do, yeah. I've got to ask you before you go, yeah. Circle. Okay. What's, tell us about your name. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my Chinese name called Lai Yun means beautiful destiny. 
Now, Yun sounds like a circle in Chinese way. So when I'm in Hong Kong, everybody English name. So uh, easy to remember, they call me a uh, circle. Sounds like a pronunciation, like my Chinese name. But and then people ask me, you're not the first one to ask me. Then I say my my daughter called Sammy Circle. So everybody just laughing. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a I joke. think it's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like a superhero. I think I've said yeah. that to you before. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. And well, you remember circle. me after today, yeah. You are a superhero, quite clearly. Uh, Circle, thank you so much for your time today. Absolute okay. privilege to speak to you. Thank you. Linda Lamb, community champion in and around Stockport, but also director of Rainbow 88. She has provided over 3,000 meals during the lockdown for people in need. So tell us about this fantastic, first of all, tell us about this fantastic work that you're doing. Well, um, it can go on and on and on, but over the years, um, I've raised over £300,000 for local charities. Um, and uh, it's just carried on and on and on. And, and how have you gone about raising that money? How did you do that? All sorts of ways. Wherever there's a way, I'll, I'll think of something. Um, but I've done a lot in the restaurant. Obviously, I use what I've got and um, all my uh, contacts. Um, but I also like usually at Chinese New Year I will go to nurseries and schools and take the unicorn behind me not the lion that that's the lion and that's the unicorn I usually take it to the nurseries and the early early years preschool and do a lesson for uh, a, a donation to my charities and um, I also invite all the like brownies uh, guides and you know, all the uh, reception children are all to the restaurant. They can sample the food for a small donation and it all goes to Swanbourne Gardens, my children's charity in Edgeley. And tell us a bit about that charity then. What's that charity all about? Well, Swanbourne Gardens is respite for children with complex health needs and life-limited conditions. And um, it's NHS run, but they don't get enough facilities so we've raised like eleven thousand pound for uh, a cot you know which has got all the the pipes on you know for oxygen etc uh, we've bought them like special chairs um just literally anything to make these children's lives easier and up to date we've raised over thirty one thousand pound for them in the past few years yeah and of course the reward Fantastic. you must be feeling when you do things like this, must be pretty amazing. You must feel pretty chuffed for yourself. Yeah, well chuffed. Well chuffed, yeah. innit? <laughs> In it. <laughs> I did go a bit mad then, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're letting oh. it slip, Linda, you're letting it slip. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm really proud, but I've not done it on, on my own. I've done it with a lot of people, a lot of support around us. Um, I have support from all over and, um, and I, because I've, I'm thick-skinned, I don't mind asking and I don't care sharing and I'm on Facebook all the time because um, it just needs someone like this to, uh, to, to do something and then people will follow, yeah. So That's, fan that's fantastic. Can you do, you know, pretend like Linda, uh, Bel <laughs> Belinda and I were preschool, so just think of us as toddlers. 
how would you explain Chinese New Year to us? Yeah, okay. We're toddlers. So, okay, so um, this is a good practice now because I've got three nurseries tomorrow. So what <laughs> I would do is I'd come on and I'd say, hello, everybody. Are we celebrating Christmas? And they'll go, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> are we celebrating Easter? No. no. And then I'll go, what are we celebrating then? And they'll all shout, Chinese New Chinese Year. Chinese New Year. <laughs> yeah. It took forever. I was, yeah. You see, on this program, whenever she's doing an episode <laughs> with me, I tend not to speak because I might get it really wrong. So I'll let her lead. And if she doesn't lead, it's, it's normally a bit worrying. I don't know, <laughs> really know where I am then. And then I'll go, go does anyone know what year it is? It's the year of the ox. Yes. Yes. And, and then, how do we say Happy New Year in Chinese? No, oh. I, I know this. I know this. I know this. It's a come come fat choy something fat choy fat choy. No. Oh God, how embarrassing! I can't even speak English. Honestly, that's it's as, terrible. That's as good as your fakofo, isn't it? Actually. <laughs> In Chinese, in, in Chinese, the Chinese dress is called Chong Sam. Chong Sam. Chong Sam. Chong Sam. Yeah. Right. So Chong yeah. Sam. Chong Sam. So, so hands. put your hands together like this. Yeah. Nod your head. Kung Hei Fa Choi. Kung Hei Fa Choi. Yeah. So that means I'm wishing you, uh, well. Prosperity, good health, everything. Wishing you everything. Yeah. I so. I did, am I right in thinking that I should have brought you a red envelope? Oh, we've got plenty stuff here. So, yeah. Carol, I'll better send some over to you at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I've still got every one that you've given me every year. I've got yeah. one dangling in my car. Yeah. Daisy's got one in her room. Yeah. All little gifts. Yeah. And then, so we carry on then and we say... Uh, what do we eat at Chinese New Year? And some of them say sausages. So, and then I say, no, what do we eat that's Chinese? And then I say, new, and they say noodles. Noodles. Um, because noodles means long life. You have a healthy, long life. Yeah? Oh. Noodles. Yeah? And then yeah. I'll say, uh, we eat green vegetables because vegetables is very for prosperity yeah and we eat fish for happiness and longevity so you know there's and we have to eat we always have to have sweets yes at yeah. home uh this means you'll have a sweet life yeah your life will be fulfilled with sweetness yeah that's so nice yeah it's amazing and then we have to have tangerines and oranges because these are represent um, lucky as well, very lucky. Now, a mandarin is called uh, is called gut gut day. So we say dai gut dai lei means that will bring you happiness all the time. Dai gut dai lei. Yep. I love learning. Oh, I love learning. Oh, yeah. You're great. I'm just gonna like follow you around tomorrow and to the schools and just sit and listen to you. No, I can't, I can't go. It's all Zoom. 
It's all out. Oh, well, I get Zoom, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're all Zoomed. Uh, and how so, will you be say, celebrating the new year? Will you be doing right, all of well, this? Well, yeah, usually tomorrow night, New Year's Eve, I would be at the temple um, on Stretford Road. Yeah. Um, but obviously we can't go. So yeah. we will just be at the restaurant with the team. We'll have a, a meal like a, you know, like you have a, a family meal. And then on New Year's Day, we're working and we, we, we're going to be mm. quite busy. Because um, it's Valentine's great. weekend. And Valentine's weekend too. Is so. that this weekend? That's on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I better yeah. get a card. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'll be in the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, Linda yeah. Lamb, thank you so much. I've, I feel I've learned. Let me try it again. Let's, what do I say? Happy New Year. Gung hei fa choi. Gung hei fa choi. Yeah, but you got to nod. Oh, not okay. Like that. Gung hei fa choi. When we watch this back, we'll just go, we look really silly. But we don't. I love yeah. learning. Oh, that's, that's fabulous. <laughs> can, can I also add on? Um, recently, well, during lockdown, I've been cooking from home on my own. Yeah. And I've been cooking for the vulnerable, uh, the elderly, uh, NHS key workers, anyone who is a volunteer, people who, are, who deserve a treat. And I've cooked up to 3,260 meals now at home on my own. Oh. I, I just want to, uh, to spread the word, though, if anyone knows anybody, obviously local to my area, that deserves a treat to uh by all means um pm me linda lamb uh on messenger or rainbow 88 and i will make sure that one of my fancy it's called linda lamb's fancy fried rice fancy chicken fried rice oh. and um with a uh, a cake from the bakers oh. and also uh we put some prawn crackers in as well <gasps> and to make you even more crackers and then oh. it gets delivered by um by drivers so it's a great big team of us working together uh with the helping hands bram hall who have okay, amazing. So amazing. Yeah. S- sk6 x sk8 uh S- sk8 sk7 yeah sk7 sk8 yeah amazing sk3 yeah. sk3 as well near okay. you near you I'll, I'll send you one i'm sk8 are you asking? giving your dress away. I'm not yeah. giving my dress away. I'll give you a dress away. So, <laughs> Linda Lamb, thank you so much for your time. Okay. Susanna Lawson, co founder and CEO of OneFile, along with her mother, Dorothy Lawson, retired nurse and now living in Manchester after a time as the nurse in Cardiff. Amazing stories. Now, I was being told by Caroline that to have your mother on our programme is not only an exclusive, it's an inclusive fabulousness to have the lovely Dorothy Lawson with us. How are you, Dorothy? Are you OK? Yeah, I'm fine. You're look, looking fabulous. Oh, she's looking fabulous. fabulous. Well, me? first of all, Dorothy, we're going to talk to Susanna and then, and then we'll bring you in, OK? So you'll stay there on screen, but we'll talk to Susanna. How are you doing, Susanna? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Are you okay? We're doing well. I've just been learning also that our lovely culture queen next to us here, she was up for an award that you were up for. However, you fully won that award, didn't you? Perhaps tell us a bit more about that. 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. It was the Institute of Directors uh, Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Award last July, I think it was, wasn't it? In the summer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was a bit shocked because I fully thought that Caroline was going to win. I had no idea. <laughs> She's just fantastic, fantastic. Can you tell us about One File and, and what, what you do at One File? Because it is brilliant. Oh, thank you. So One File is an ed tech platform. We started it in our back bedroom in Burnage, or Burnage, as we like to say. Um, and basically, it's a platform for uh, post-16 vocational education, so mainly apprenticeships or traineeships and employability. So people that are training in work, um, and we sell to sort of colleges and training providers or universities and employers. So they and they deliver their apprenticeships online. Amazing! I love it. Why did you go to California? Oh goodness! So I went to California because um, we were invited out as like a trade mission for uh, looking at apprenticeships and doing sort of cross cross collaboration with apprenticeship providers over in the States and colleges in the States and in the UK to share best practice. Yeah, it was really exciting, yeah. Went to St. Yeah. Louis and New Orleans, very exciting. And just Ooh. going back to Dorothy, how proud are yeah. you of your daughter? Oh, very, very, very <laughs> proud. Because she's and, achieving an awful lot. Well, both my daughter have made me very proud. Oh, that's that's lovely. Do you know what, Dorothy? We've not met, but I've seen lots of pictures of you. My favourite one is a is a pop up banner of Susanna. It's all Susanna's face. I think it's forward ladies, and you're next oh. to that banner, and you're like, that's my daughter. That and that's like the best picture ever. <laughs> it's so lovely. And it's just so nice to see that you're proud of her. But but you moved to Manchester 11 years ago. Where did you live before? Cardiff. It's, I love Cardiff. The reason oh, we Cardiff. moved up. Welsh. Yeah. Welsh. I can say I love you in Welsh. Can you? <laughs> but... We live in <laughs> seven places. Do we know? Yep. So I been working in all different hospitals all around the country. Mm. And I'm really, really very proud to be part of National Health Service. Oh, and well, we've got, now, some, I've we, got something in common with Susanna because my mum was an NH, a very proud NHS nurse, um, sort of majoring in, in geriatric nursing. So, um, she was proud like you were. Mum lives in every time during the pandemic, when I look at the ITU nurses and doctors, remind me when I was working in ICU. And oh, yeah. two years ago, Susanna Daddy spent three weeks in ICU. They all bring back memory. Yeah. So they are really. And the whole National Health Service, as a team, they need to be remembered. Not Most only nurses and doctors. You know, mm. porter, domestic staff, catering staff, lab technician, every one of them. We, we don't know where we are without them. 
At least true. Well, true. well said, Dorothy. Well said. No, to totally agree. And when was the last time you two saw each other for a cuddle? Well, she lives in the garden now. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason we move up. So it's every day, but from the doorstep, I don't, you know, so we've not had a cuddle for nearly a year and the oh. my, my kids live in the house next door and I can see mum like, oh, it's painful because she can't, you know, she's just like her instincts to hug them and she can't. But So we see her every day and we wave and yeah. we blow Speak, Fingers we crossed not, we haven't got long left of this yeah, now when we can get yeah. out to... And, and, and because it's Valentine's weekend coming up as well as Chinese New Year, because I want to quickly ask you about Chinese New Year and what you do as a family, um, I, I want people to think about loved ones on Valentine's Day, near and far. Valentine's not just because of a partner, but mothers, parents, grandparents. Make sure that you text, phone and just send a, a message on, on Sunday just to say that I love you and I miss you and that. And I think th this is one of the reasons why I wanted you guys on. So tell us about um, Chinese New Year and, and what you guys do. Well, bef before this, every tradition, uh, New Year Eve is very important. We have a family uh, dinner, like Christmas dinner. We have a whole family dinner before the mm -hmm. actual Chinese New Year Day. And usually I do a hot pot and we all come to my house and we have a hot pot. Of course, we can't do it. So last Saturday, my daughter in London decided we do a virtual one, didn't we? Yeah. She sent us oh. each a parcel, curry, delivery. So Susanna put hers in and I put mine in uh, often and Maria put her in in London an hour before and then we have a quiz and then an hour later we all take our dinner out and we all eat in <laughs> our Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's I lovely. Love it. We're Listen, doing well, we all with the Chinese as well. Absolutely. Mm. Susanna, Dorothy, we are going to have to wrap it up there, unfortunately, but thank you so much. Well, these lads have set up something absolutely amazing. That's right. You can't miss them if you drive past through the high street of Levenshume because it's, of course, the Levenshume bar. This is Chris and Colin. Um, so, obviously, we've been in the pub once before. We ended up having to leave because of something which was quite traumatic. But we came back for three years later um, and we decided, you know, we wanted to brighten up the ASICs and we also wanted to tie in our business plan into the LGBT community because in Levisium it's very much up and coming area. Um, however, there's not anything which is providing things for our community. So we did decide that that was the route we wanted to go down. And uh, we've kind of just been working very, very hard uh, throughout the lockdowns to implement the plans. And, you know, Saturday just gone when the rainbow was actually put onto the front of the venue. And everything's kind of like changed from there. And the amount of support and love that we've been given has been absolutely amazing. So we, we can't be any happier with, 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 what's, with what's going on and the, the way things are going for us. So, yeah, that's the... Uh... Good. 
Now, why is it so brave to put a rainbow on? I mean, do you think you're going to lose any customers from this that have been there before? Because we should say mm. that this venue, it was basically on its way potentially to being closed and turned into really? something like a nursery. Isn't that right, gents? Yeah, that's very, very true. I mean, um, I, I do reckon that if we didn't take the pub over when we did, it'd probably, it'd probably be a nursery or something like that in the future. What we're wanting to do is make sure that the pub's got a new survive so we can have a future, not only from me, Chris, and the children, but also create somewhere in the area which is attractive for people to go rather than just be the old, same place it's been for the, however many years. And we feel that, like obviously, with the lockdowns, um, people are more likely to be going out socialising and stuff, and we want to create that place. Oh, there you go. He's took his earpiece out. He's going on a walk. Are you, are you still there? Can you still hear us? Oh, they've gone. Oh, oh the back. There we are. Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you. I can Lovely. Lovely. All right, then. I so can hear you. What can we expect to see in the Levantine then when we get back to normality and we're open? Um, non stop entertainment, um, drag queens, singers. We're going to do open mic nights and stuff because obviously we're going down the LGBT way, but we've got to think of our normal regulars as well. So. Yeah. It's just going to be a fun pass of entertainment, really. And how did you two get together? Because it's been six years now, I believe. Yeah, six years too long. I'm sure you get less than murdered away. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, cheeky. I'll pass you over oh. to Colin. He can tell you the love story. Tell us the love story, Colin. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. I the love story. First of all, I should have stayed in that night. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, I was out um, in, 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 in Poptastic of all places, and then I'm dancing on the dance floor like you do in, in one of these bars in the village, and um, we've been with me top off doing a bit for the community like you do, and uh, Chris is just there with his drink, you know, doing his bit for the community, flirting with me with his eyes, I must say, um, and we exchanged numbers, and we met up pretty much day after, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and we spent every day together since. Oh, it's really sweet. That's lovely. Can I just ask, what is that blue liquid that you're drinking? <laughs> Did you notice it? I wasn't going to say anything. What is it? Um, Bubblegum flavour pot. <laughs> WKD, not Brandon. Okay, Brandon, not Brandon. right. Got you. It's lovely. It's, it's turned Chris's hair an awful shade of blonde. I yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's quite amazing. Oh, so yeah, listen, like I say, this is such a brave, brave thing to do. Uh, your hopes for when we get into a situation where you can open up again, uh, what do you intend the Levenshume to bring and what do you think it will do for the LGBT community? Well, when we put the business plan together, we looked at the demographics, what's going on in the area. The, the area is very, it's very developed compared to the way it used to be um, three years ago. So there's a lot of new people in the area. With the pub having a bit of a reputation of being a bit full, um, we just wanted to bring something where we could attract the new people into the place rather than just living the way we've been living over the past few years with, with, with the business. So it's, for us, it's just about... Putting that on the front of the pub, which is obviously inviting, and people will, who's never been into the venue before, they will now actually give us a chance. And when they come in here, they will actually see that it's fabulous. The atmosphere is amazing all the time. You know, you can come here on your own, there'll be someone that'll speak to you. 
um, you get looked after. The drinks prices are more than reasonable, more more than reasonable. We're, we're very, uh, we don't like to call it cheap. It's more value for money. Um, and you know, and that's something we're gonna we're gonna maintain throughout the whole of uh, this this venture, to be honest. So, I mean, we don't know which way things are gonna go, um, but we've we've took a risk and we have put all in, and that's for me that is the only thing. We'll just cross our fingers and what will be will be. But obviously, without people like yourself supporting us and, and giving us this airtime to let people know that we are here and we are doing this for a cause. I mean, we tied in the rainbow to be done on Saturday, which was the last day of the National Hate Crime Week. Uh, and the reason we wanted to do that, because we wanted to use the pub as an example, is just to say we are here and we are loud and we support our communities. And we've done that from the front <laughs> inwards. So it's kind of going to go a little bit crazy, I think, when we open. But hopefully with no restrictions, it should be all right. So we've got our fingers crossed looking forward towards the 22nd of February in a minute, where I think we're going to be given the information on the pathway, uh, you know, out of lockdown. And. Um, we're just gonna we're just gonna wait. We're just gonna wait and see what happens. I mean, we know just as much as you guys, but it doesn't mean to say that we're gonna sit at home and be negative about it. We've got to keep the wheels moving. We've got to keep the story moving on social media, and we need to bring a little bit of positivity, not only just the LGBT community, but throughout 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 the, the community that we're, we're in. And we're literally done that. I can't even sweep outside the pub without people watching me sweep because it's <laughs> you in the face as you drive past. Understandable. Absolutely amazing. It's amazing, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're really, really happy at the moment. And the, like I said just before, uh, the level of support that we have, it's been absolutely immense. And we're really, really over yeah. the moon. And we just want to thank everybody as well, Appreciate obviously, for the, the, the continued well, support with us. Because without you people giving us the positivity, we wouldn't have this drive in us. So, yeah, so thank you. Well, well, think, well, we'll we'll be down. We will be down, and I think save you, me a chair. What you need to think about is the fact that you're giving us the positivity. Yes, yes. By doing, I've not even had a blue liquid. Uh, yeah. By doing this, you're doing that for us and the community. We must just say though, and I really want this to come across clear: you're not excluding anybody, so you're not excluding any of your previous clientele. You're not an exclusive LGBT venue. No. You're a venue for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We Absolutely. are indeed, and the, the thing is, the, the great thing about it is such a diverse and multicultural area, and we have ev all sorts of different people from everywhere and using our venue, and once they come into the venue, our product is our product, they're happy about it, you know, there is a big rainbow one from the club, but at the end of the day, that is paint on the wall, it's what we provide from inside which keeps people coming back, and all we're doing at the moment is just enhancing which, we, which we've already got. Now, those people who are in support of us, they're always going to use this venue anyway. So they're, it's going to be beneficial to them because we're creating a safer space for them. Yeah, excellent. Lads, thank you so much for your time this evening and the best of luck for it. See, I promised you a wonderful, wonderful show and that's what we've delivered you here on this week's podcast. Make sure you check out next week's show. We are talking all things music and all things fabulous. Yes, indeed. Only on Your Manchester.